This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page to see past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have. Set up a face-to-face meeting or a meeting virtually, whatever you're comfortable with, and we can start talking about uh, any issues or questions, again, that you may have. You know, today I want to discuss a topic that has surged into the headlines lately is something that we really haven't had to deal with for more than two decades, and that's inflation. You know, there are plenty of articles and news stories with with screaming headlines announcing the impending arrival of increasing and rising inflation. And these stories have probably left you asking yourself, how do I exactly protect uh, my assets and my money from this inflation? So during today's show, I want to dive into inflation and start to think about how to prepare your finances um, for uh, for that impending inflation that could be coming. But before I do that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony, um, as someone who always inflates the quality of this show. Uh, I couldn't do it without him. Tony, how are you? <laughs> inflates the quality well too many compliments like that it's going to inflate my ego is what it's going to inflate but uh and that doesn't need any inflating as you know peter right nah no comment these golden pipes come on uh (laughs) co-host hall of fame right here uh i'm kidding but uh you know Uh, no comment yeah well it's it's funny you mentioned inflation because you know the the pending inflation i think we're in it have you bought gas or groceries lately or Mm -hmm. even worse uh, a sheet of plywood uh the plywood and lumber supplies has uh went up 300 percent over the last what is it six months so well, a quick side note to that, Tony, is uh, I did a construction project last summer uh, for for a certain amount of money, and, and I looked into pricing the same thing out again, and it's three times as much to buy the lumber just yep. to do that product. In yep. a matter of a year, it has gone up 300%, which is crazy. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's absolutely insane. And uh, we're starting to see with the inflation... Uh, demand issues. So supply and demand issues are happening. And I don't know why that necessarily happens, but we do want to be prepared for inflation. But before we get into that, I've had a great week. How about you? What have you been doing, Peter? Uh, Yeah, I have a great week as well. Uh, The nice part is summer is finally starting to make a return here. Um, It's been warm. The leaves are out. Unfortunately, my lawn is growing, so I have to take care of that. But regardless, you know, we've turned the corner from winter and and a cold, dreary spring into a nice summer, which makes everything better. Uh, Work is busy. Family's good. So uh, all in all, a very good week. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem. And you know, for the last couple of weeks, I've had a feeling that uh, this cop uh, that we're going to be talking about inflation. I-, I thought we might actually hit on it last week, but 
I knew no, this would I, be a topic uh, because like you, we've seen a lot of stories out there in the news and we felt it. Yeah. Ga- I don't know about uh, there, but uh, in the town where I live, gas has really gone up and there's, well, uh, there's a lot of feelings of economic anxiety because a lot of economists are, you know, they're talking about doom and gloom. And we talked about it before the show. People are concerned because uh, $6 trillion in stimulus <laughs> packages has been put out there uh and along with another about 6 trillion in proposed uh you know uh benefits and things happening uh in sure. the tax plan and other things so uh there's a lot of well, money uh, being pushed into the economy uh but interest rates being kept low for so long it's a recipe for really high inflation and possibly yeah. really high interest rates and supply and demand yeah, I mean, look, you're spot on on all of that, right, Tony? Because uh, when you have interest rates that have been at 0% for, what, almost a decade and a half since 2008, pretty much, yep. uh, you've got trillions of dollars in stimulus. And again, this is not a political commentary. This is just facts, right? Yeah, Whether it's yeah. right or I wrong mean, is, is a topic yeah, for a different podcast. it's not even podcast, a partisan but, issue. It's but, just, but the fact of the matter yeah. is you have all this money floating around from stimulus. Yep. Um, there's still talk. There's still additional spin- stimulus coming down the pike. You have debts, you have deficit, and you have 0% interest. All of that adds up to... Uh, uh, um, indicators that, hey, inflation is something that's probably going to be more in the forefront than it has been, like I said, for the last two decades. And you're seeing that, right? You're right. seeing that in a, a rise in price for gasoline, for automobiles, for lumber, for housing, for groceries, even basics, right? Toilet paper, peanut butter, soda, any yep. of those things. You know, on top of it, you mentioned the supply chain has been um, impacted. COVID-19 didn't help the situation because the supply chain to get materials to make the final product has has been completely disrupted, which has added uh, to the whole the whole situation. So not to be doom and gloom, but inflation is something's out there and, and we need to start talking about it because it's going to impact the, our, our way of life and, and you know, impact, impact the purchasing power of the money that you have in your pocket or the money you have in your retirement account or in your savings account. And you need to understand it and be prepared for it. Yeah. So what are some of the issues currently driving concerns right now about inflation? Well, Tony, one of the reasons you're seeing prices appear to rise so much is if you go back a year to March and April of 2020, in the middle of COVID-19, prices actually dropped, right? So now a year later, those prices are catching back up to where they probably were, and now they're also starting to exceed it. So uh, on paper, the inflation number looks higher because it's usually compared to the year before. And the year before, again, we were in the heart of COVID-19, and therefore prices have increased significantly. On top of that, like I mentioned previously, COVID-19 impacted the supply chain quite significantly. So you have a, a scarcity of resources and you also have people who have a lot more money in their pocket right. looking to buy things. And so the, the simple uh, law of supply and demand is pushing prices up. You have scarce resources, more people looking to buy stuff, and, and automatically you get prices starting to rise. Lumber is a perfect example. People, you have low uh, mortgage rates, you have people who want to spend money on projects at home, yet you don't have enough lumber to do it. And there you go, 300% uh, later, your, your costs have gone up. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, you know, we hear about these things and our listeners may have heard about, you know, lumber, it, it, there's a shortage and it's hard to find copper, they say right now and other commodities. Yep. And I don't know if you saw the news stories about auto manufacturers and these lots of brand new cars that are sitting there <laughs> that can't be uh, moved because yep. they don't have the semiconductors. 
Uh, they don't Correct. have the, so, the chips. So, so that's a perfect example of supply chain, right? They, they, the computer chips are not generally made in this country. Another topic for a different podcast, yes. but they're not made here. Taiwan. Um, so, so we have, yep. we have finished, we have finished cars sitting on by the thousands sitting on manufacturers lots, yet they can't do anything with them because they don't have the computer chips that make the car run. Yep. Um, and so what that has created in the used car market is used cars are through the roof. Um, you know, I, I, quick side note, I bought a car, a used car for $10,000 three years ago. I can turn around and sell that same car almost for the same price with 50,000 more miles on it. Crazy. That's the, that, that's a, a textbook definition of inflation, but there's demand for it because no one can find the used, uh, the new car that they yeah. want. So it's crazy. Yeah. And even restaurants are struggling to find menu basics like chicken wings in certain areas. I read an article <laughs> that said there's a shortage on chicken wings in certain areas, parts of the I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, not that that's critical. So, but yeah, let's, let's get down to brass tacks here. What does all this mean for the average person's paycheck or the average person's pocketbook? Well, that's a great question, Tony. And usually in times of inflation, right? Paychecks lag the, the actual prices of things, meaning the, the cost of an item at a store goes up before your paycheck does. But paychecks are nudging up a, a little bit. In April of this year, hourly uh, earnings increased by about seven-tenths of a percent, um, with the, which is a healthy month-over-month uh, increase. Um, the other part here is there's a scarcity of workers, right? Uh, or at least perceived to be one. Sure. There's a lot of positions opening. Yep. Businesses cannot find people. Um, so what businesses and, and companies are having to do is increase their wages to try to attract people to come uh, back to work. So what you're seeing is an overall increase as well in pay. Now, the question will be, will those increases in pay um, make up for also the increases in products? We won't know that for for a few months to a year, but the the good the good part here is uh, we're not looking at stagflation, which is a situation where uh, inflation is rip roaring yet wages aren't going up. Wages are also seem to be ticking up as well. Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit there, and so hopefully uh, that will continue a little bit. But uh, you know, it gets out of control. Uh, tell our audience uh, what the Federal Reserve has to say about this current bout of inflation, because they, they they've been in control of uh, you know some of the aspects that really affect it. Yeah, so just just for our listeners, just keep in mind uh, the Federal Reserve is our central bank, right? They are the yep. the ones that print our currency and manage our currency, and and the Federal Reserve doesn't, in their opinion, that they don't really see this bout of infl- inflation being something that's going to last forever. It's 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 kind of a blip on the radar as we come out of COVID, as the economy roars back to life, as that stimulus money is spent. Yes, there's going to be an increase in price prices on, on items, but um, in their opinion, they don't see that to be a situation like the 1930s and the 1970s where inflation kept going year after year after year. For them, they feel it's kind of a one-off, uh, they call it transitory um, inflation. So that's mm. good news. Um, if you know if the Fed is if correct right. on that, then <laughs> if they're news. right, right? Experts <laughs> experts are experts. It doesn't mean they're right all the time. Yeah, but in their sure. opinion, and and as the managers of our currency um, right now, they they see it as as really just a transition as we come out of COVID. Now, a year from now, if we're still having this conversation, then I think you're going to see some changes. Yeah, and a different sure. tune from the Fed. Yeah, I hope it means our inflation worries could go away sooner rather than later. But you do need to be prepared because right now it looks like they're going to keep going up for a while. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Fed has reasons why they think it won't. Um, certainly people don't expect that, right? They, they take surveys that track in, uh, inflation expectations because sure. people's expectations of rising costs feed into a kind of a frenzy that leads to prices going up. Overall, they, there's, there's not a lot of expectation. Um, you know, the, the general rule is a 2% annual increase in prices is, is their target. And they don't see a lot of expectation by consumers and, and businesses of more than that. So that's a good sign. But if, if the conversation continues about inflation, then, you know, people's sentiment may change and things may take off. So, you know, we have to keep that in mind. Plus inflation hasn't really been high for, like I've mentioned, two, two and a half oh, decades. So, while. so a bit of, a bit of inflation here isn't, isn't a big deal um, to, in their opinion. But again, um, you know, if a year from now things are still rip-roaring hot, then, then things may change in what they're going to do and what they perceive. And, and that's important. The Fed is really the one who control, is the one who controls interest rates and, and also how um, hot or cold the economy runs at any given moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, it's good and uh, we hopefully can be optimistic here. Now we should probably take a minute before we uh, jump into our next segment, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So we're talking about inflation. We haven't talked much about retirement yet, but, but talking about these items and creating a plan for retirement that takes into account inflation, right? And we're going to talk about this here a little later, but uh, when you're planning for retirement, you got to plan for income and, and savings and, and the fact that your assets continue to grow and all and social security. But you also have to take into account that inflation will likely happen over the 20, 25 years of your retirement. And so you need to plan for that. And, and and having a conversation with a, uh, a financial advisor who's a fiduciary and also takes a holistic approach like we do is very important. So if you're interested in putting together a plan that, that takes into account everything I just mentioned, including inflation, give us a call, 866-360-2724, uh, or visit us online at the IVAG.com, and, and we can set up an uh, appointment in person uh, or virtually. Right, and that's really important, especially... Uh, with the way things are headed with inflation and, uh, you know, we might see interest rates grow up, go up. So you really need to be prepared for this. And now I think this is a, a timely, obviously, conversation and informative. What do you have for us next? Well, Tony, for this segment, I, I thought we should address some ways that you can protect your finances from inflation, right? Inflation, inflation can be a little scary, expect, especially if you're factoring into a financial strategy and retirement, right? Because the money you're saving today, we need to make sure its purchasing power stays intact down the road when you actually retire. So we need to factor that in and, and make sure um, we're protecting and thinking about inflation as, as we're doing uh, planning. Right. Yeah. De oh, definitely. And I think that makes sense. So what do you suggest? So uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I'm going to touch upon three of them. The first one is is to keep your investments in the stock market, right? Keep them where they are. Generally, uh, historically, stock indices have been able to keep pace with inflation pretty well. Um, certainly, you want to make sure you take your risk tolerance into, uh, into account when you have your money invested. But uh, keeping them invested, keeping them there is going to at least make sure the purchasing uh, power of the money that you have uh, saved for retirement in the market is going to be there. Hopefully, the indice does better than inflation, and you'll be ahead of the game. Um, so that would be my first piece of advice. Don't panic. Leave your money where it is, even if the indice goes down for a period of time. Historically, on average, uh, it's going to keep pace with inflation. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and that's that's huge. So obviously, um, anxiety about inflation and coming up with a strategy to fight it. It's a terrific reason to work with someone like yourself, Peter, a financial services professional that can help you get a plan and a strategy in place. Yeah, Tony, you're right. And you know, another good way to protect your money from inflation is purchasing a home, right? Uh, again, historically, just like uh, uh, stocks, home prices have have kept up with inflation over time. Depending on where you live, buying a home may be cheaper than actually renting, and your mortgage rate may look even better in the future as rents and rates continue to to go up. Now, obviously, make sure you don't buy a home um, that has payments and maintenance costs that's going to leave you cash poor, right? You want to live within your means. Uh, but again, putting money into to buying a house is going to preserve um, is going to preserve the purchasing power of your dollars where you need them down the road uh, when you sell the house and, and move on to to either downsizing in retirement or, or another location. So so owning a home is a great way to protect yourself against inflation as well. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, real estate and owning a home is a great part of a good strategy. So speaking of buying a home, what's a good borrowing strategy during times of rising inflation? Well, you know, Tony, the simplest answer is that if inflation is truly trending up, don't wait to borrow because rising inflation is going to trigger interest rates to rise, right? So the more you wait, the more those rates are going to go up. And the more the rates go up, the more you're going to pay in interest. So so you need to be ready to, to make a move. If things are really look like inflation are gonna is, is here to stay for a period of time, then, then you need to probably get ready to lock in some sort of interest rate. When you talk about homes, I mean, right now, historically, 15 and 30-year mortgages are at historic lows, right? Two and a half, three and a half percent. When we talk about home loans, that's pretty much free money um, to be borrowing against. And if you can lock in a rate for 30 years at thirty at uh, 3%, then you're paying that 3% for 30 years, even if inflation you know, goes crazy and interest rates jump to 13, you're locked in at three. So, so it makes sense to really be thinking about borrowing money if you can, if you can handle it and it's appropriate to do so. Now's the time to be thinking about that to, to, to purchase a home. Right. There you go. And that's, that's, that's a good one. Is there an area that's impacted by inflation that a lot of people might not even be realizing right now? Well, if you're like me and you have children, education is probably a place that you you need uh, to be truly thinking about inflation. Now, yeah. e- higher education costs have been growing uh, pretty fast yes. anyway, even a, even in a low environment of yeah. inflation. Um, but now that inflation is really potentially going to be taking off, those education costs could be going up significantly. So it, it's a matter of thinking about a number of different things with education. One, making sure you're saving enough, but two, having a heart-to-heart conversation with your, uh, your, the, your children who are going off to school uh, about what they really want to do and could they go to uh, the local community college, for example, to knock out uh, two years of credits for gen eds at a much lower cost and, and being creative about it um, so that you can reach the end goal of getting a, a, the degree you want, but doing it out a way that's going to take into account the fact that the rising cost of education is, is only going to continue um, to accelerate in an in a, uh, inflation environment. Yep. And that's, uh, well, higher education costs. Let's, I mean, we could do a whole show on just how ridiculous yeah. that, that, and what a mess that situation is. But yeah, I, I used to work in higher ed, so yeah. I could really give a good perspective, but that's a different <laughs> podcast for a different time. It is. it is, it is, but this has been a great discussion. And now uh, what are some other ways uh, we can, you know, 
combat inflation here. Yeah. So, so for the last part of today's show, I want to focus uh, focus on how to combat it if you're already retired, right? Because right. at this point, you have money saved, and you're probably on a, a quote unquote fixed income. So, we need to be, make sure that your purchasing power is going to last uh, over time. And I think it makes sense to, to think about retirement in in three different phases. Okay. There's what we call the go go years, the slow go years, and then the no go years. Right. So during your go go years, these are this is 55 to 75, and this is you retire. You're excited about being retired, and now you're going. You're traveling. You're you're playing golf every day. You're fishing. You're doing all the things you wanted to do, and you're enjoying them. And that's that's important because you're spending a lot of money generally in those periods of time. Then you get to your 70s through 85, mid 80s, let's say. Those are your slow go years. Things are slowing down, um, and the issue here is is. Uh, spending on inflation adjusted items starts to decline. So you don't have to really worry about inflation as much in those years. Now in the final years from 85 onwards, we call the no-go years, that's generally where your healthcare costs are going to start kicking in. And as we know from other podcasts and other articles that are out there, medical costs keep going up even in a low inflation environment. So if you tack on inflation, now you need to make sure you're prepared for that time frame because medical uh, expenses, long-term care are going to be really, really expensive. Yeah, well, long-term care, that's another one. That we just have to dedicate like a series of podcasts on. We, we've come up with four podcast topics in this one one show, Tony. <laughs> well, I think it's been a great conversation, but let's wrap it up. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we go today? No, I, I would just encourage people. Uh, there's a lot of news articles, right? And remember, news articles, their goal is to to get eyeballs on them and to read them and, and to create some sort of anxiety. Just be patient. Inflation is is probably here to stay for, for a while. Um, we'll see what the Federal Reserve. Keep an eye on it and be prepared. Uh, and certainly uh, a great way to kind of uh, have someone talking to you and working with you on it uh, to make sure you have a plan is have a financial service professional um, that's also understands what's going on and can help guide you in, in creating a plan that deals with inflation both today, if you're in pre-retirement, but also deal with inflation when you're um, when you are retired to make sure the purchasing power of your, your money uh, is there when you need it for the things you want to do in retirement. So uh, if creating a plan like that is something you're interested in, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Sounds great, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.